Welcome to the Fifth Quarter Podcast. My name's Rick Samprin. A huge fourth quarter vaults Hamilton to a big win over the Argos. The Fifth Quarter Podcast starts now. We've been talking Tiger Cats football for over 50 years. Welcome to the Fifth Quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter. It's brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with you live from Tim Hortons Field after a thrilling 34-27 victory by the Tiger Cats over the Argonauts. And oh, does that ever feel good for a number of reasons. Number one, they won. <laughs> that That's always great. Number two, they won against their arch rivals in what was as close to a must win as you can get, I think. You know, Montreal wins last night against Winnipeg in Winnipeg. If Hamilton lost tonight, man, that two and seven would have really stunk. But three and six, I think going into next week against the Alouettes in Montreal, I'm I'm feeling good about that. I'm also feeling good about how this team played under some real adversity. Number one. Uh, losing Dane Evans as a starting quarterback and having Matthew Schultz start this game. Schultz doesn't play the third quarter. Jamie Newman comes in, and while he wasn't electric, didn't make any mistakes. And number three, they finally, finally have solved their second-half woes. Well, let's hope that they've solved it. They certainly had a much better second half tonight than in any half of this year. So big check mark there for the Tiger Cats in half number two. 905-645-3221, star 9900 are the phone numbers to call. You can email me your thoughts on tonight's game, rick at 900chml.com, on Twitter at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. We are also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. You can comment there as well. And while you're at it, subscribe to the Fifth Quarter Podcast in your favorite podcast catcher who is your player of the game we're all going to vote for our player of the game for me you know this this is a bit of a toughie because we had some pretty electric performances but i gotta say lawrence woods you know if he gets that punt return for a touchdown uh you know that is maybe one of the plays of the year but he didn't either way he was outstanding tonight gave the ticats some great field position lawrence woods my player of the game and uh, I think he might just be that guy that we've been waiting for in terms of special teams output, production, excitement, field position, those special teams TDs. He was uh, he was great tonight. I thought tonight, you know, even though they gave 20 plus points, I thought tonight the Ticats defense played one of their best ball games of the year. What do you think? 905-645-3221 star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com. If you're on Twitter, use the hashtag fifth quarter at am900chml at Rick Samperin. Let's start on the phone with Dave in Grimsby. Dave, good evening. How are you? Hey, Rick. That was a big win. They needed that. Huge, huge win. And yes, they needed it. Now, I'm just going to start by saying I, I loved hearing you on the broadcast today. Um, for me, Rick Zamperin is the voice of the Tide Cats, and I'll stop at that. But it was I, I loved hearing you uh, on the broadcast tonight. So um, thank you, appreciate it. Yep, yep. Um, so Simone Lawrence, when he got injured, I the way he limped off the field, I was like, oh man, you know that looked like maybe 
you know, an ACL or something like that. And then he came back, and he was a man possessed. It's like it woke him up because he played a second half like you couldn't believe. And he's not the only one. You know, Lawrence Woods, <laughs> you know, uh, I thought Mika Johnson finally, you know, his contract's paying off. He's like a beast out there. Brooks made a big play. Shilton Newman got it done. They didn't cost us. You know, I thought there was a lot of people stepped up today. Uh, you know, I was exactly with you on the Simone Lawrence play. He goes down, it's near the Ticat sideline, and it looked like an Achilles, an ACL, something. It looked like he was shot because he went he down and he stayed off. down. He started limping. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought, okay, this is here, here's one of those games again where we lose another star player, and it's going to be, you know, like a dagger in the back. But not only did he come back, but he, I thought, top to bottom, this was his best game of the season. He hit that Ulet kid, and it looked like he hurt his knee, <laughs> and then the kid went down and smashed his head off the ground. He destroyed that kid. Like, he was a man possessed. Absolutely. Six tackles for Simone Lawrence tonight and a 34-27 win for the Ticats. Who is your player of the game? Well, hold on. I want to talk about some of the Addison Oh, okay. Injury. Yeah, sure. The Addison injury, I think we have his replacement in, in-house. And I think it's Sean Thomas Erlington. If you look at what Addison does, you know, runs the Wildcat, takes hands off, you know. I, Sean Thomas Erlington, he reminds me of almost an archery and it's been a little bit more bulky. But in our team, we've seen him in the past make big catches, you know, out of the backfield. I think that they can play this guy in Addison's position as a slot back, taking the wildcat, taking some handoffs, and he's the perfect replacement. And he's Canadian. And I think they have a big issue at Canadian receiver. I think Durant, Burt, you know, they're almost like a waste of money out there. If it was me, I'd have two starting Canadian receivers. It would be SDE and it would be Smith. I think Smith is a star in the making the Canadian receiver they've been waiting for, and I just hope they give him the playing time instead of Durant and Burt, which I don't even know why they're out on the field. They're making zero impact. Well, I'll say this, Keandre Smith, I agree with you, is a star in the making. Once he figures out the game, he's going to be one of those perennial all-stars. I firmly believe that. I like his catch radius. He's a smart guy. He's got a passion, a motor that never quits. I'm expecting big things out of him. Maybe not this year because it is kind of hard to figure out the Canadian Football League in your first go round. Well, but year two and beyond, this this kid's got it. He's already making big catches and, and, and getting yards. Like he's not far off. You know, and compared to what Durant's doing or what anybody else, that, you know, the Canadian receiver doing, you know, there's he's he's the best one, I think. And then, like I said. You put STE in a, a slot back position, and he could do what Brandon Addison was doing. Then you got two good Canadian receivers out there. Yeah, that would be dynamic. So, who's your player of the game? I think it's Woods easily. You know, football is a game about it's a battle of territory, and he gave us the the position tonight. And he, you know, even the touchdown on the callback, I didn't think that was one of the worst holding calls I've ever seen. Like. If they called every holding call, there'd be 150 flags a night. Like, there's something you got to let go on. I didn't think it was terrible. But you know what? They won anyway, so who cares about the holding call? But overall, Woods was just fantastic. He was. Dave, appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Cheers, Rick. That's Dave and Grimsby, and a chance for you to hop onto the phone line at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone, rick at 900chml.com. If you want to send me an email, use the hashtag fifth quarter if you're hopping into the Twitterverse, uh, at AM900CHML, 
at Rick Samprin. Email from Randy, who says, good evening, Rick. A happy Friday, or a happier Friday. This is getting tougher. Bad calls and flags. The first quarter was starting off fairly well, but injuries kept mounting up. The Cats have lots of work to do as the season continues. The interception on Schultz early on was damaging. However, the TD saving tackle on the play by Schultz. A TD by Newman in the first half was positive. So the third period starts with the injury to Schultz and backup QB Jamie Newman starting the half. Terrific running by Newman. Welcome back, Simone Lawrence. Tommy Condell cannot expect Jamie Newman to run all day. There must be some creativity or creative play calling thrown in. How is Tommy Condell still with this team? Lawrence Woods with a great run back on the kickoff, but the often expected dreaded yellow flag appears again. This officiating and the constant mistakes were horrendous and ridiculous, especially the call on Cameron Kelly. The whole field could have been covered by flags in this one. Woods, some fantastic kick returns. Thank you, Seth Smith, for the field goals. My player of the game is Lawrence Woods. Thank goodness Schultz returned late in the second half. I wonder where is David Watford. We need his presence back in Hamilton. We will take the win. Let's do it again next game. A relief leading into the weekend. Oski, we we have a great weekend. Rick, Randy in Oakville. One more email before we go back to the phones. This one from Steve. Greetings and Oski wee wee salutations to Ticats fans everywhere. Argos suck. That's it. <laughs> That's the comment. LOL. Player of the game, Lawrence Woods. Steve, that might just be the best email we have ever received on the fifth quarter. Oski wee wee Ticats suck. That's it. Awesome stuff. Back to the phones we go. Dave in Stony Creek is on the line. Dave, welcome back to the fifth quarter. How are you? I'm not too bad, thanks, Rick. Uh, a lot better now that the Cats have uh, won tonight. Anytime you beat Toronto, it's worth three wins anywhere else. Um, great night. Um, saw the good and the bad, the ugly tonight. I mean, the officiating was brutal. Uh, yeah. It was just the problem, you know. And that's that's really the bad. I mean, the Thai Cats they got injuries. Um, they pulled it out. They found a way to win. Um, it's probably the best I've seen the defensive line play all year. They really uh, were great getting after Bethel Thompson most of the night. And if they can keep doing that against other teams, uh, they'll have some success. Um, I think they have to uh, – there's still some changes to be made. And uh, also, hopefully, our injured players get back. I hope Dane's not out too late for too long. Um, Stilts, uh, Schultz, I, I thought when we picked him up in the offseason, he'd be a good acquisition, and he just showed why. Um if I wouldn't, if it wasn't for Woods, I'd probably pick Schultz as my player of the game. But I'm going to go with uh, Woods as well. It was a, it was a, yeah. You can't anytime you beat the uh, Argos, you can't really be too negative. Not at all. You know the the penalties are a concern. Certainly, some of them were warranted. Others were not. Those critical ones. You know, the, the pass interference one on Siante Evans, I think, was one of those ones where you could have called it and you could not have called it. Same with the Micah Johnson hold. I, I saw the hold. You can see him grab the jersey. But at the same time, he was being taken down as well. So, I mean, you could have flagged either team. At the end of the day, they got the W. They played a great second half and a fantastic fourth quarter. It's on to bigger and better things. Do you think, and I was asking the guys on the Ticats postgame show, do you think this is the launching pad that puts this team on the trajectory to bigger and better things? I hope so, and I, I, you know, I think so. I, I definitely think so. You know, a lot of sports and psychological too, as well. So um, this will give them a lift for sure. And they're going into Montreal, and if they can uh, go in there with a great attitude, that's going to help them. Agreed, Dave. Appreciate the call. Enjoy the weekend. You too. Thank you. 
905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. You can send me your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game, Rick, at 900chml.com. On Twitter, at Rick Samprin, at am900chml. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. Broadcasting live from Tim Hortons Field, which is nice. This is the first time. I've been able to watch a full game at the stadium since like 2014. So that was a nice change. Um, so to that effect, we're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. You can comment there as well. Bruce writes, finally, the Cats played a full game. Great second half player of the game, Speedy Banks, for showing his fans respect and gratitude. Have a great weekend to all. I'm off to the cottage for a week of relaxation. Oski wee wee. Uh, Bruce, enjoy the cottage. That will be a lot of fun. Back to the phones we go at 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your mobile device. Norm has called into the fifth quarter. Norm, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. I'd just like to say uh, congratulations to the whole Ticat team. It was nice to see them get a win tonight. And uh, I can say some things that the coach can't because I can't be fined. what do you want to say the officiating is terrible there was more flags in the first three quarters than there was plays and it's it's just brutal like um that uh, win roughing the passer that was horrendous there's there's a thing called the football move he breaks through the line he sees the quarterback still has the ball his head's down He's not hitting him with his head, and he did a fantastic play as a defensive ball player, and then they get he gets flagged for it. And then Mika Johnson on that holding call, here's a big man down the field doing what he's paid to do, mm-hmm. and a flag comes up for it. <laughs> like, and you, you, it just makes you shake your head. It's like, let, when did professional football become non-contact? Yeah, I I understand the need to protect the superstars in this league, and we see it in the NFL as well. I understand that. But, you know, the the tackle that Wynn delivers on Bethel Thompson happens virtually on every play when the quarterback is getting hit. And it wasn't that late. Like, when that flag came out, I thought, are you serious? He was in the middle of lunging towards uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson. And and, and I'm telling you, I'm not filtered. Yeah, there's no way he could have stopped. So how can you flag a player for doing that? I understand if he hit him below the knees, sure. If he hit him in the head, yeah. But he hit him right in the sternum. I mean, that is not a penalty in my books. That's his job. Absolutely. Norm, who's your player of the game tonight? My player of the game, I got to have to, you know what? This is just off the wall. It's a split between Mika Johnson, because he's a hell of a football player, and Newman. You know what? The kid comes in cold. Um. You could tell he's hungry. Mm-hmm. He's tough. He just puts his head down, runs the ball. Like, and I agree with what the announcer said on the TV. Like, he, I'm sure he doesn't know all the plays. He hasn't had many reps, but you could tell he's hungry to win. And uh, so I'm going to go 50-50, Mika Johnson and Jamie Newman. All right. Norm, appreciate the call. Enjoy your weekend. And congratulations to the Ticats. 
905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. Rick at 900CHML.com is the email address. You can hit me up on CHML's Facebook page as well. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more of your calls, your comments, maybe some questions as well. Rick Samprin with you. This is the fifth quarter. It's brought to you by Eastgate Ford, and you're listening to 900CHML. It's where Ticats fans come together. This is the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate Ford on 900CHML. Tiger Cats now push back to their own 50. They had it to midfield. That penalty pushes them back. Schultz with time, and he's looking deep, and it is caught. <laughs> Tim White, touchdown, Tiger Cats. Huge play, Tim White, back in the limelight. And that play is the EHR 4K-worthy big play of the game. It came uh, just under five minutes into the fourth quarter, 10-15 left to play in this football game. Matt Schiltz heaves one into the hands of Tim White, who had to fend off on Argo's defender for a 60-yard touchdown. Ties the game at 24. Ticats rumbled on from there for a big win tonight, 34-27 over Toronto. Three and six now in the CFL standings for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. They are tied with the Montreal Alouettes heading into next week's big clash at Percival Molson Stadium on the campus of McGill University. And now just two points back of those hated Argonauts who had the lead at halftime 21-14, but it was the best second half of the season for the black and gold. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone to call in and get in on the fun here in the fifth quarter brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. You can send me a note on Twitter. Use the hashtag fifth quarter at AM 900 CHML at Rick Samprin. And we're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page as well. A couple of tweets coming in from Brian Woods for player of the game. Val writes, so my player of the game is Newman. Perfect passing, rushing leader, props to Schiltz and Small. Considering all the injuries and non-penalty penalties, good effort, good win. Jim writes, they did it. Things were looking bleak at the half, but the Ticats came together and pulled off the victory. Props to Schultz, Newman, Johnson, STE, and Simone. But I have to give the player of the game to Woods. Nice to have a win like this again. Adam on Twitter, great win despite the officiating and bad luck. Nice to see the run game come through. Lawrence Woods for player of the game. And one more tweet, this one from Corey, who says, wow, what a second half. We finally win a second half. Defense stepped up when they had to, and that 60-yard bomb was great. Woods the third for player of the game. Back to the phones we go. And Brian has called into the fifth quarter. Brian, how are you? Oh, I couldn't be better. Yes, same here. <laughs> There's so many things to talk about. I, I think I'll start with list number 12. Whatever <laughs> happened to those referees? Oh, oh man. They were brutal. They I, I, were, when, yeah, they, they were bad tonight. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Bad. When Dylan Wynn makes a perform tackle on, uh, what's his face? McLeod, the uh, Cloudy. Bethel face, Thompson, Thompson. yeah. Yeah. And, and they call him. Number 24 referee just had the flag out before the play was even finished. I could not believe that. I, I, I just I thought the refs were terrible tonight. I, I was also very moved, conversely, by the reception that Speedy B got. I thought it was nice they put his film up on the screen, and mm-hmm. he got the chance to kind of wave at the people. That was very good. 
That was great. And I love the reaction from the fans, you know, standing ovation. He was expecting a mixed reaction and I didn't really hear anybody booing. Everyone was on their feet. Everyone was clapping, you know, saluting one of the all-time greats in black and gold. Oh, I agree with you. It's all love. We know what you did for us. We know what you have to do this year. God bless you, man. You were, you were such an important part of us. Uh, the, my, my player of the game is Schultz because I thought he stepped in, did a really good job. I mean, there's other guys you can consider, but, uh, I just couldn't get over the way this whole team suddenly became a team. Yeah, they they looked. This was easily their best game of the season, I think, as a whole. There were some rough spots here or there. The penalties weren't great, but as yeah. a whole, uh, I thought this was their their best performance. And, and you know, the other thing is, my last comment, and I'll get out of your way. I <laughs> you have to realize they're playing the Argos, who are the dirtiest team in the CFL, and. They, they managed to keep their heads above it, and I thought the Cats looked pretty classy tonight. They did. Brian, appreciate the call. Enjoy the weekend. Rick, you're the best. Thanks for everything. Thank you. Fifth quarter brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. You can call in at 905-645-3221, star 9 at 900 on your mobile device. Send me an email, rick at 900chml.com. Or on Twitter, use the hashtag fifth quarter at AM 900 CHML at Rick Samprin. On Facebook Live as well, where Ian writes late in the fourth win, started dancing before the play. I knew it was over for the Argos at that point. Uh, Bruce also chimes in again, just to let you know, we can't hear the caller's voice uh, or comments, only your voice. Okay, well, that's interesting. Ben, if you're back in CHML control, um, I guess put the caller's audio on. Todd writes, if Schiltz plays well, if Evans is out for a few games, do we have a quarterback controversy? We talked about it on the postgame show and whether or not Schiltz deserves another start if Dane Evans is healthy. You know, my thinking on this is if Dane is healthy, he's the guy, right? He's the guy that is going to give this team, I think, game in and game out, the best chance to win. And that's what you want from your players. You want to field the guys that give you the best opportunity to grab the W. And I think top to bottom for an entire season, Dane is that guy. Now, from a game to game basis, you might also want to consider the hot hand. And that's what the Ticats are, I think, going to do considering how Matt Schultz performed tonight. Not a guarantee, but uh, we'll see how they how they make that decision. Uh, email from Alan. Hey, Rick, glad we won, and it was a team effort to pull this win off, but geez, we're banged up. Very considering Matt Schultz is out now with Dane Evans with some kind of shoulder injury. Jamie Newman came in and helped us win the game. Jamal Roll was limping off the field at the end of the game. Simone Lawrence got injured but came back, and it didn't miss a step. We're down by two points from Toronto now, and this is going to be one heck of a run. You don't want to fall to third because it looks like a crossover Western team will slide on over. Did you see the game the other night? Winnipeg lost their first game in overtime. That was one heck of a fight. We're getting slim on receivers, but Keandre Smith had a great game, hoping Mike Jones is not out for long. Lamar Durant is not existent, but hoping we see something from him. We all still have a shot to get to the playoffs. Heck, we have a shot for first place in the East. Glad we finally finished a game in the fourth quarter. Great win, Cats. The second half of the season will be interesting. What a race. Player of the game, the whole team. We found a way to win. Three and six. Let's go. This is chaotic. We can do this. That's Allen's email. And now I know why we don't have the audio. This is from the Facebook listeners. Is because we're not in the studio. So, of course, we don't have audio to feed back for you. But, yeah, at least you can listen to me. So I, I think you'll be patient once the callers uh, call in. 
uh, Frank on CHML's Facebook page says, Hey, Rick, tonight refs had to be the worst all year. The no calls and the phantom calls against were a joke. This league is starting to be a joke as the referees are concerned. Keep up the excellent work. And Paisano, thank you, Frank. Uh, Sean writes, player of the game, small, great kicking game tonight. Go, Cats, go. And Frank also writes, and we thought Andre Pru was bad. Uh, I won't write or won't read what else he wrote in that regard. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Anthony has been holding along patiently on the line. Anthony, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, Rick. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? A lot of guys uh, doing good. A lot of guys, you know what? They're not talking about one guy in specific on that team right now. And that's the guy that brought the bunch of y'all, Kahari Jones. Yeah. I think Kahari Jones is going to make a, a boatload of difference. Because, you know what? At the beginning of the year, I didn't like the play calling. And you know what? Yeah. I think he's making a big difference with the play calling. We're starting to run the ball outside the tackle. I, I hear what you're saying. I, uh, you know, if they lost this game, and I hate to, I hate to talk this way, but if they lost this game, I think there would have been a very interesting conversation regarding the offensive coordinator position. But seeing that they won, the way they yeah. played, the way Matt Schiltz and Jamie Newman both came in, uh, in relief yeah. of each other, um, I, I think Tommy Condell has at least bought himself a few more weeks. Uh, but I get what you're saying. Hey, Kahari, he, Kahari is here for a reason, and it's not just as a, uh, you know, a, a an offensive consultant. Yeah, he can, you know, feed his intel to the coaching staff in that regard. But I think there's going to come a time, and who knows how soon or how far that he might be that OC guy here. That's what I'm thinking. And another another quick comment: uh, the the CFL the CFL officiating is brutal. They showed that tonight. Uh, on that one, on that one play at the end of the, of the second half, where we got, where they got the touchdown, the center of the three points, that was not a penalty on the defense on number eleven, Kelly. When they uh, the no, uh, no, no. Neither was the one on. Uh, neither was the one on Dylan Wynn. No, exactly. But that's what I'm trying to say. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, like that's my comment. And my player of the game is uh, the quarterback, Schultz. All right. Sounds good. Anthony, appreciate the call. Have a great weekend. You too. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cellular device. Vote for your player of the game, and uh, let me know your comments on tonight's game. Uh, Ian on CHML's Facebook page. No, I already read that one. Hold on. Let me scroll down. Uh, Ari says, season-changing game. Lots of spirit for Micah Johnson and Dylan, Dylan Wynn. Great to see them firing up their teammates. Let's hope Dane is back soon. Wake-up game for Simone and Tim White. Still leaving things out in the second half. Not sure why we stopped going to Jackson and Unger in the second half. Have to put Newman on the field at the same time as Evans and Schiltz. Have to get Durant involved and would love to see them bring in Devere Posey to add height to the receiving core. And Karen writes, great game, good win, horrible officiating. That seems to be the theme here on the fifth quarter. Rebecca on Twitter says, hi, Rick, nice win all around. Great to see Kahari on the sidelines. A great team effort. Player of the game, all the backups for a banged up team. We had to beat two teams, both the Argos and the refs. And Seth writes, player of the game, Siante Evans, 
Guy has to be leading the league in pass breakups. He's been phenomenal this year on the corner. Also, an update on Roll. Well, no update on Jamal Roll. He did go down very late in the game. Let's hope that is not a serious injury because this team has enough of those. Quick break. When we come back, we have Charlotte, we have Corey, we have Jeff, we have more Facebook, Twitter, and email messages to get to as well. You're listening to the fifth quarter. It's brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. We're talking Ticat football. This is the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. 3.20 to go. Clock is running. Tiger Cats now on the Argos 23-yard line. Matthew Schultz hands off to Sean Thomas Erlington. He's running to his right. He's got an opening. 10, the 5. Touchdown, Sean Thomas Erlington. Tiger Cats lead in the fourth quarter. Big win tonight for the Tiger Cats, 34-27. Hamilton improves to 3-6. and six. The Argos fall to four and four. This is the fifth quarter. It's brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with you live from Tim Hortons Field as we all witnessed a massive second quarter comeback finally by this Ticats team. They take it 34-27 outscoring the Argos 20-6 to in half number two. And it's about time that this Ticats team figured out the second half. A tweet from Mark. Huge win. This could be the turning point of the season. Oski Wee player of the game Newman, RH writes, really solid game tonight, strong in all three phases, and most importantly, they won the battle in the trenches. O-line had a great game and deserve a ton of credit. Newman held it together when it looked bleak. Player of the game is Woods. The bad, officiating, and Matt Dunnigan. I, I didn't watch the broadcast, so I'm not sure what Maddie did. I'll just leave it at that. Brendan on Twitter, at Rick Samprin says, great win. I'm still not sold on keeping Tommy Condell. I feel like we have better option within the organization. The offense still seems to be tailored to a QB like Caleros or Masoli, not to Evans. Player of the game, Micah Johnson. Another vote for Micah. He had a strong game tonight. A couple of sacks for the interior lineman. Let's head back to the phones at 905-645-3221. And Charlotte is on the line. Charlotte, good evening. Welcome to the fifth quarter. Hello. How are you? Good. What did you think of the game tonight? It was good. I'm, what was I'm, your favorite part? My favorite part was when the tie cuts won. <laughs> <laughs> and were you at the game tonight? Yes, I was. Talk about the atmosphere. I got an autograph. An autograph. And who was who it from? I got uh, Simone Lawrence, one of my favorite players. I've been waiting for four years. Nice. Why is Simone one of your favorite players? He's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that says it all. That says it all. Charlotte, do you have a player of the game vote tonight? Simone Lawrence. All righty. I'll take that. Charlotte, appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you. Now to Charlotte chiming in on the fifth quarter. And you can, too, by calling in at star 9900 on your cell phone, 905-645-3221. Rick at 900CHML.com is the email address on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, at AM900CHML. And you can also chime in on CHML's Facebook page. Even though you can't listen to the callers on our Facebook page, you can still listen to me at least when I'm talking. Angelo on email writes, Hi, Rick. The Tiger Cats win a game against all odds. 
Go figure. In a playoff-type setting, the guys fought hard. I thought the crowd was the difference tonight. The adrenaline the guys feel out there was phenomenal and propelled them to victory. I thought defensively, the guys' compete level was fantastic. Great physical aggression, pursuit, and tackling tonight. I thought offensively, the guys played a desperation-like game plan and great complementary football. Special teams, a key factor tonight as the drive starts were above average. The game gets easier playing on a short field, especially with backup quarterbacks. All in all, great execution and finish tonight. Player of the game, Woods. That is Big Ange from Stony Creek. Lawrence Woods the third, running away with player of the game votes here tonight on the fifth quarter. Uh, Mike email, uh, or an email from Mike. Uh, he writes, hi, Rick. Considering the refs had two blown calls, one no call and one dumb call, that turned two Argo field goals into touchdowns. This is a pretty good game for the Cats. Some adjustments in the second half, getting back to what was working on offense, and another stout performance from the defense, Micah Johnson for the player of the game. He goes on to write, but can't help but note the hallmarks of our questionable coaching are still there. Only one extra receiver dressed, and despite that, three are covering kicks. Weird roster construction week after week. As I said, the offense adapted by getting back to what worked well. They also went away from what worked for a long stretch there in the second quarter. And we still have a really annoying habit of throwing deep when it's not really required and following up with short five-yard passes on second and 10. Still think Condell is a hindrance as opposed to a boon. That email from Mike makes some good points there, especially in the play calling or play selection when it comes to the long game and those intermediate routes when they're not necessarily needed. But let's hope they figure some, they got to find a balance here to their offense. And maybe tonight they have found just a little bit of that. Maybe they needed, um, you know, I hate to, I don't want anybody to get hurt, but maybe they needed a guy like Dane to go down to see not only what they got in Matt Schiltz, but how they can simplify the offense. And I thought it was somewhat, a lot more simpler today. And it worked. It worked uh, uh, impressively well in some cases. Uh, back to the phones we go. Corey has been holding on to the line. Corey, thanks for joining us here on the fifth quarter. Hey, Rick. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Well, we, win's a win, right? We get the win. Absolutely. That's what, that's what we're going for. Yeah. Your thoughts on tonight's game? Uh, lucky. Okay. Why do you say that? Okay. We were assisted by penalties on most of our offensive drives. I know that we moved the ball okay. I know that we had the long pass. I know that our special team stepped up, but our offense, once again, we outrushed them. We didn't outpass them. We didn't really make a whole lot of plays on offense in Oakville tonight to like really get you into the game or saying, yeah, we're moving the ball. I don't think that happened tonight. We were lucky Lawrence Woods put us in field position. We were lucky that we got those couple pass interference calls or that uh, drive extending, whatever it was, the face mask or whatever. We were lucky for a couple of those ones, and we scored off those, and that's great. But when it comes down to it, our offense still isn't moving the ball. We didn't turn it over much tonight, which helped us. We still lost the turnover battle because we turned it over once, and they didn't turn it over. Um, it, when it comes down to it, our mistakes are gone, but we still didn't really play to win the game, I don't feel like. And everybody's saying Condell and the play calling and the long passes and this and that. All that stuff is our same problems as always. When it comes down to it, it comes down to the players making the plays, and I feel like we did make plays when we had to, but I just feel like tonight was lucky that we came out with the win. 
Yeah, the one thing I'll say about the offense tonight is don't forget that Hamilton's starting quarterback tonight is the backup, and he was out for an entire quarter. So I think you got to take that into consideration. I get what you're saying. This this offense is not clicking on all cylinders. It hasn't at all all season. We've seen it in fits and in, in, uh, spits and in, in, in bursts here. But for a 60-minute game, we didn't see it tonight either. And I'm not sure we're ever going to see it in this season. But I think there is a another level they can get to, whether that's with Schiltz, probably more uh, appropriately with Evans because he has more of that uh, experience and the tools that can bring this team to that next level of offensive production. Um, let's not forget that, uh, you know, a whole quarter was basically managing the game um, before Schultz came back. So uh, I agree. yeah, it I wasn't, agree. wasn't perfect, but at least they got the job done. And our, and our O-line again, I, I mentioned this week in week out kind of thing. Again, tonight was another just reiteration of whoever we got. We put them out there. And like you're saying, we bring in the backup quarterback. We have a couple different receivers that are out. All those things, I don't think we've started the same 12 players on offense the whole year. And it, 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 just, it just goes to show that we are doing okay, but I just think that there's a little bit more to be desired. And I just want to see the offense start clicking. And, I, and I'm sorry to change the subject completely. I hope Seontay Evans is okay. I hope Jamal Rolls okay. Those are our two starting corners, and we don't mm-hmm. dress any other ones. So I don't know what's going on with that, and I don't know where we go from there either on defense. Yeah, if those two guys are out, it's, yeah, I'm not sure what happens. Tende Adelike probably takes one of those, and who knows who else gets the and other one. And Castanosis comes in at safety, and Delicate yeah. comes over. Like, we, we, we've got we've got the guys to do it. We've got the ratio to do it. We're lucky that way. But it's just one of those things. Like, we we, we don't have Frankie since last year. We don't have these guys that are stepping in. Desmond, Desmond Lawrence is still on the roster, but he hasn't dressed all year. So it's like you're asking a lot of these guys when they come in and but like I'm saying, like the the reiteration of we haven't started the same team basically all year. Yeah, it has been a tough go, that is for sure. Did I get your player of the game? Uh, special teams, special teams. We shut down Banks on the returns. Lawrence Wood, over 200 yards on whatever it is, 15 touches, touching the ball all mm-hmm. game. Uh, special teams is the best. And Section 101, the fans, Ray, you know, like we had Ray tonight. It was a big deal. All right, great to hear. Corey, appreciate the comments. Enjoy your weekend. You too. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Brandon on Twitter writes, great win tonight. Seen some improvement tonight. Definitely needed that win. Let's not get too hyped by the second half correction. It's only one game. Player of the game is Woods. Missed penalties by the officials are getting brutal. And Brett writes, I didn't understand the Newman approach. I'll take the W, though. I think the Newman approach was, don't mess things up, man. Just keep the ball. Don't turn it over. Don't give Toronto momentum. And I think by that account, it was mission accomplished. Mark on Twitter, my Ticats haiku. See Lawrence Woods run. See Ticats have some good fun. The East will be one. Thank you, Mark. And Sean on Twitter writes, wow, a third string quarterback bet the first place, beat the first place team in the East, player of the game, Schiltz and Newman. Jeff has been holding on the line. Jeff, welcome to the fifth quarter. How's it going? Hey, Rick. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, I think having Evans out today was a blessing in disguise. The play calling was a lot more conservative. We weren't forcing the ball down the field, going just getting the first down. And when when we did go for the big play, it worked. They weren't expecting it, right? They they got two. 
they can predict what the time now is going to do with it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was, that. you know, that was, I was kind of alluding to that earlier on, you know, I don't want to see anybody get hurt, but I think this was an opportunity to see what else we can do. Yeah, and not try to force it down the field. Like, they got, how many times last week where they tried to just throw bombs? Bombs. And they thought, yeah, and, and it didn't work. They knew exactly what we were going to do. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't work. They, I think they got back to basics tonight. I think they tried to move the pocket a little bit. I, I, I was actually expecting a little more pocket movement tonight from Matt Schultz and the Ticats offense, but they got the job done. I think they made a few more plays than Toronto, and I think if you took all the penalties out of the equation, I don't even think this is a close game, to be honest. Yeah. Jamie Newman. Jamie Newman for play of the game. All right. Uh, you got it. Want to see more of him. Jeff, appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thank you. That is Jeff. And uh, that is an opportunity for you to hop on here at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You can email your thoughts, rick at 900chml.com, at Rick Samprin, at am900chml on Twitter. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. And we're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. You can chime in there as well. One more break and one more segment to come here on the fifth quarter. It's brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900chml. Welcoming Ticats fans, young and old. You're listening to the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate 4 on 900 CHML. Ball's on the two-yard line. First and goal for the Tiger Cats, trying for their first touchdown of this game. Jamie Newman in at quarterback. He's under center, runs to his left. There is a flag. Jamie Newman's in for the touchdown. We'll see what this flag is. If it's Toronto defensive line, the penalty is declined. Jamie Newman gets the touchdown for the Tiger Cats. It stands. The penalty was on the Argos. And the Tiger Cats are back out in front. A two-yard run from Jamie Newman. RJ Broadhead, the call on 900 CHML and the Ticats Audio Network. 34-27 Ticats over the Argonauts tonight here at Tim Hortons Field on Canadian Armed Forces Night. And the Ticats brought out the big guns tonight in terms of producing a win, especially in the second half. Fifth quarter brought to you by Eastgate Ford here on 900 CHML. You're watching on CHML's Facebook page. You're following along on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, at AM 900 CHML. And you can get involved in the fun for another, well, 13 minutes or so, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. Who is your player of the game right now? Lawrence Woods the third has a boatload of votes and right now is in line to win the player of the game brought to you by Culligan Water. 905-645-3221 star 9900 on your cell phone. Sean on Twitter at Rick Samprin used the hashtag fifth quarter. Thank you, Sean. Argos fan here. Uh-oh. Always fun to drive up the QEW for a beautiful night of football. Ticat fans always welcoming. Can I nominate the Argos for player of the game? Terrible play calling, no O-line, poor D, last Cats touchdown was a touchdown in touch football. Uh, Sean Thomas Rillington, was he even touched? He would not have been touched in touch football. That would have been a TD uh, either way. Mark on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, writes, that call from Charlotte, that's what the CFL is all about. That call made my night. Future generation, Rick, right there. Hashtag Ticats. Yeah, it was great to see Charlotte call in. It was nice to see the kids and have the kids call in to 
talk about their thoughts on the game and vote for their player of the game. It's how we get them interested in this game and how we get them to love the Canadian Football League. We need more fans like Charlotte. Aaron writes, the horrible officiating may have been a blessing in disguise tonight. It woke up the Ticats and they played with controlled emotion that I haven't seen all season. Hopefully it carries over to the rest of the season. Player of the game is Woods, Oski, Wee Wee. Another vote for Lawrence Woods III, who had nine touches on special teams. Well, he really had 10. The one was the, the big one was called back, the 87-yard TD negated by Micah Johnson hold, but he had nine kickoff and punt returns for 222 yards. That is called a field flipper. Flipping the field in uh, for the Ticats as they took advantage on offense a few times to put some points on the board. And this is this is what special teams is all about. This is how you can win a game based on your special teams play. And Lawrence Woods the third gave them some incredible field position, and it led to a big Ticats win tonight, 34-27. Cats now three and six. The Ticats are four and four and. Wow, does this ever set up? And we knew this going in, but does this ever set up a humongous three-game stretch here? Because Hamilton loses to Toronto. They beat the Argonauts, and now they're going to Montreal at Percival Molson Stadium to take on the Alouettes, who just beat, dethroned the defending champs and handed Winnipeg their first loss of the season at IG Field. So you know Montreal is like way up here thinking, yeah, we're finally finding our game. Ticats tonight with a monstrous fourth quarter and a second half thinking the same thing. Yeah, here we go. This is our home stretch. This is where we start pounding out the victories. And so for the next three games in Montreal at Toronto on August the 26th, and then the Labor Day Classic here at the Donut Box, 1 p.m. start, uh, Hokey Dinah. This is going to be an amazing stretch for this team. Let's get to some statistics here because we've been talking about a lot of stars on the field. Let's start with Toronto. I know you don't want to, you don't, you don't care about the Argo statistics, but I'm going to give them to you anyways, because it's important reflection on how this game progressed. McLeod Bethel Thompson, 24 of 37 tonight, uh, 65% completion percentage through for 287 yards and a touchdown. He was harassed tonight by this Ticats D line, Micah Johnson in particular with a couple of sacks, uh, big hits, that he had to endure, made some good throws tonight. And overall, I thought he played well, just not well enough to win, thankfully. A.J. Ouellette, rusher for the Argonauts. He had 10 keys for 47 yards with what is referred to as an upper body injury. We don't know, kind of summarizing that it was the shoulder area, whether it was a collarbone or a shoulder, we don't know. He'll be reassessed. Uh, he only had limited touches tonight, three carries for 19 yards. And Chad Kelly had a couple of carries for three yards, including a one-yard TD score that put the Tiger Cats up in this football game, eight to three late in the first quarter. Receiving wise for the Argos, Markeith Ambles, I thought, was one of the best players on the field. He had a fantastic game. Five receptions for 51 yards. Devaris Daniels made some excellent receptions as well. Four catches for 49 and a TD. Tommy Neal with two for 48. Curly Gittins Jr. had four receptions for 38. A really quiet night for Curly Gittins Jr. Uh, he's a guy that can break a game open. And if you're wondering... Speedy B, who had a terrific reception tonight at Tim Hortons Field. Wonderful video that the Ticats put together, and he got a standing O. Pretty quiet tonight. He was targeted eight times, a game high eight times, but he only made two catches for 27 yards. So a quiet return for Speedy B at Tim Hortons Field. Uh, as far as uh, Toronto special teams 
team. Um, I, I think they played a pretty good game. Boris Speedy four for four on field goals. Uh, Speedy B with five punt returns for 45 yards. Gittens Jr. had five kickoff returns for 106. And defensively, Winton McManus, one of the stars of this league, game in and game out, he brings it each and every game. Seven defensive tackles, a quarterback sack, chipped in with a special teams takedown as well. Jamal Peters with six defensive tackles for the Argos. All right, let's get to some statistics for your Hamilton Tiger Cats. Matt Schiltz. Um, relatively quiet night. He had one big explosive play. That was the 60-yard bomb to Tim White. He was 14 of 19 tonight. And again, Luke made a great point on the Ticats postgame. He only played three quarters, but he went 14 for 19, 74% completion percentage, 176 yards through the air, one TD. That interception, man, when he threw it, I thought, "Uh uh-oh, here we go. This is going to be one of those games where they just hand the victory to the opponent because they just can't make the big play. And it was a big play that was made by Robbie Smith in double blue. The INT at the Hamilton 35. A few plays later, uh, the Argos with their first lead of the game after that Chad Kelly uh, touchdown run, which in fact was their first TD run of the season. So uh, Toronto not really doing a lot of damage on the ground, uh, even after acquiring Andrew Harris in free agency. Uh, Jamie Newman tonight, two passes, completed them both for just four yards, as long, as you can imagine, was just two yards, so not really effective through the air. But he did most of his damage on the ground. He had seven carries for a game-high 55 rushing yards and a touchdown that uh, made it, uh, I think it was 14-11. Yes, 14-11 for the Ticats after the two-point convert. And um, Ticats were playing well in that second quarter, going up 14-11 after the Argos had taken that early lead. Don Jackson was fairly active tonight as well. Seven carries, 46 yards, although I'd like to see him get a lot more touches. He was a little more explosive tonight. You can see he's rounding into form. His long gain tonight was 19 yards. Uh, a threat in the backfield, catching the football as well. I want to see more of Don Jackson on this football field making some big plays. STE had a couple of carries for 28 yards and that 23-yard TD run. Matt Schultz ran the ball four times for 15 yards. Through the air, Tim White was the most targeted Tiger Cat tonight. Seven targets. He caught the ball four times for 77 yards, including that 60-yard TD strike. Keandre Smith, four receptions for 39 yards. Steve Dunbar Jr., four catches for 38. David Unger with a couple of grabs for 21. Don Jackson had two receptions for five yards. Seth Small, perfect as well on special teams. Four for four tonight. He was good from 21, uh, 43, 37, and 46. So not chip shots. Uh, Mark Leggio might be looking at Seth Small's game thinking, I got to replicate that. Uh, And Lawrence Woods, what more can you say about him? Nine touches on special teams, 222 return yards. You know what? I thought Michael Damagala punted the ball pretty well tonight. Um, Averaged 46 yards per punt, 70 or 67 yards per kickoff. Pretty solid game for Michael Damagala. Simone Lawrence and Javon Santos-Knox, the team leaders in defensive tackles tonight with six each. Cariel Brooks at five. Tunde Adelike, Richard Leonard, and Julian Hauser all had four uh, tackles tonight. And in the sack department, Micah Johnson had two. And Malik Carney getting the start in place of the injured Mason Bennett tonight had a sack as well. So where do we go from here? Well, I'll tell you this, this Ticats te- uh, team, if they can play a similar second half and especially fourth quarter, like they did tonight in future games, I'm feeling pretty good. 
I got to be honest, I'm feeling pretty good about where they're going if they can replicate whatever formula they have figured out tonight because they got it made. They got the big play. It wasn't all lollipops and rainbows. The the referees did their best to um, make the Ticats work for the two points tonight. But I thought it was a well-deserved two points for the black and gold. Montreal next week. They're coming off the high of the season. You know, not only is it their third win of the year, but it's against the defending champs. We know that the Alouettes are going to bring it. And they're a bit of a different team at home as opposed to the road, even though when you look at their home and away record, two of their three wins this year are on the road, including that great one last night in Winnipeg. So this is going to be, I think, a tough ball game. If Dane Evans is healthy, I like the Ticats' chances. You know what? I'll say this. if Even if he's not in the game and Matt Schultz is there, I think he's going to be bolstered by the fact that, hey, he's in his former ballpark. He's going to want to play his hardest. I think he's going to give this team a pretty good chance to win. That should be a fantastic ball game. So the East Division looks like this. Toronto still in first at 4-4. Four and four. Hamilton and Montreal tied for second with six points at three and six, although because of the tiebreaker, Hamilton has already beaten Montreal. They are in the virtual second spot. So if the playoffs started today, the Ticats would be in, Montreal would be out because of the Western crossover team. And Ottawa still holding up the rear at one and seven. Out west, a lot of fireworks out here. And this is where the CFL sked really gets to me because you have Winnipeg who's played 10 games already they're nine and one of the season no one else is even close to that well i guess you know close in the east yeah hamilton montreal have played nine but in the west saskatchewan and edmonton have played eight bc and calgary have played seven games and i know they play again tonight uh the uh, the lions and the stamps in cowtown so they'll get up to eight but it seems that winnipeg has played each and every week and they have they're finally on the bye week and they go in on a sour note uh the lions are six and one Calgary is five and two, Saskatchewan with a record with a record of four and four, and Edmonton struggling mightily this season at two and six. So yes, BC in Calgary later on tonight, and the late game on Saturday night is Saskatchewan in Edmonton. I'm really looking forward to seeing that Lions Stamps game. Not sure how that is going to end, but it should be a lot of fun. All right, we got some business to get to. The EHR 4K worthy big play of the game. You heard it earlier on. The Matt Schiltz to Tim White 60 yard bomb about five minutes into the game or five minutes into the fourth quarter that made the game a 24 24 ball game. Our player of the game brought to you by Culligan Water, voted by you, the fans, Lawrence Woods. The third and our fifth quarter fan of the night. I think Mark said it well when he said this is the next generation of CFL and Ticats fans. Our fifth quarter fan of the night is Charlotte. And Charlotte, thanks for calling in and thanks for being a fan of not only Simone Lawrence, but of this football team as well. For Ben Strawn back at Mission Control, my name's Rick Samprin, bidding you in adieu from Tim Hortons Field. You've been listening to the fifth quarter brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Where Ticats fans come together, win or lose. Listen after every game to the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate 4 on 900 CHML. The fifth quarter podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your favorite podcast. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.